Yep. It happens. How you also, doing? Also, I'm full of whiskey. Still. Oh, still yeah. somehow. Yes, Chris oh. made some friends with Texans last night. Yep. Oh, yeah? Yep. yep. And then almost got in a fight with one. Oh, what? Kind of. <laughs> I did? <laughs> really? Well, when you started talking about Greg Abbott, he was like, careful, careful now. <laughs> uh, yeah. careful, careful friend yeah careful friend i do not remember that yeah well oh shit yeah Hello and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, and I are going to go over the remaining chapters of Starship Troopers and the long-awaited arrival of some goddamn bugs. So yeah, if you're reading along, you'll want to have finished the whole book to ensure we don't spoil anything. But before that, and the real ones already know, if you're listening to this episode of the season, you've just earned or re-earned the right to call yourself our favorite listener. And you're about to get a code that may or may not get you entries for upcoming giveaways. So grab a pen and paper and write this down for later. Your password for this season is on the bounce. Yes, on the bounce, which is actually a passphrase, but whatever. Okay, now let's stop messing around and get back to my conversation with the Chris's already in progress. Because I renewed by online, so it was renewed. It was like fine. Like if a cop scanned it, it shows I was good. But uh-huh. like they never sent me my sticker. I think I mentioned that. Yep. So and I just never had time to deal with it. And I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I didn't have any problems. But I was like, you know, if I leave the state, someone else isn't going to be able to check the system. So yeah, I should probably get that fixed. And I did. Yeah, that's fine. I did. That's what we so. saw a lot here in Dallas is like out of state license plates that were expired for several years. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like, I don't know. Right. I don't know if it's like out of jurisdiction or they just don't care, but anyway. Hey, we read this book. Oh my we god. We did. We did. What did we think bugs. about the second half? Finally got some bugs. <sighs> yeah. Kind of action a bit. Action packed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had all the the war war were declared in this half. They did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? I mean, it was good. <laughs> it's not a ring yeah, endorsement. It was good. It was good. It's fun. It built on all the shit from earlier, so I really yes. liked that. You know, yeah. we finally got the fleshed out, you know, stuck in the war type stuff you wanted yeah. to get from the first part. So right. right, true. And it definitely built out on the societal concepts for me too, which I liked. Yes, you know, especially yes. when Johnny's in his officer candidate school. So yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. So it's pretty good. Uh, I think that was like another, like like, basically any any time in this book anybody's talking about their opinions about things, anytime anybody's expressing their philosophy, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that it's really interesting. Yeah, oh yeah, and it's like again going back to that whole thing about how like people think Heinlein is like super 
conservative right wing or something. Yeah, I don't really get that. I, I just don't get, really get that either because yeah, because like, it's like which characters are saying what uh-huh. you know? Yeah, like to and me, it's, it's like, all just like like it's it's still hilarious to me, like how much Johnny Rico is just like fucking floating through life, like letting people tell him what to do, right? And like this is but that's how being he a good soldier. He is yeah. all the way, yeah. all the way to like what was. And like the lieutenant of that ship at the end, like yeah, like you should go to and the OCS. head of the roughnecks. Like, All right, yeah. yeah, he was he was uh, not the Rico's roughnecks, not the not well, the captain because you can't have two captains, right, right, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, he was he was the oh. yeah. I guess you don't because I'm like the army that rank is a different one. Yeah, well they so they, said, they said in the book like. Uh, a captain in the army gets promoted to a major just by courtesy yeah. when they're on a boat. So they don't right. have to call them a captain because yeah. that's not the correct rank on the ship. Yeah. Right. That's a lieutenant, so in yeah. the Navy. Yeah, don't it's all very confusing. It is. <laughs> I'll admit I got a lot of like military tired head in this section. Oh like, yeah, definitely. Talking <laughs> about like platoons versus like yeah, there were Brigades there were definitely and, some things yeah. that I scanned over yeah. right. in this section. Like I know I had to like, memorize that hierarchy at one point. Yeah. Again for my extensive military career. Yeah. yeah. But like Probably I don't know. Probably from playing video games. <laughs> right. Like I need to I need to lead troops. <laughs> well my problem is like I memorized the Navy officer ranks, but like not enlisted, so I can't ever tell you that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Because yeah. I wanted to know, like, where my parents fit and kind of what that was like. But since they yeah. were always officers, like, that's the one thing I thought was neat about their military here is, like, first you have to be a regular, like, enlisted person before you can become an officer. Right. Yeah. Really. Right. Unless you're, like, super awesome in the get-go, and then they just might push you through. Yeah. Right. But because in our military, that's not how it works. Like, yeah, that and, does happen and, sometimes, but you don't have to go that way. So you can just start off as an officer like my parents right. did. And they, they even so. point that out in the book, right? Like, uh, yeah, Heimlein has that whole thing about how, like, in, 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 you know, in the 20th century military, mm-hmm. yeah, like, they had, like, so many more officers. Right. Yeah, they did. And, and he's talking about how, like, well, they the do. character, whoever's talking at that point is talking about how it made the military, like, completely ineffective for fighting wars. Yeah. Uh, that was that guy's opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. in that in that section, basically, that like uh, too too many officers, they got nothing to do. We got to give them shit jobs. Right, that's jobs. true. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I, I did that wrong. Uh, reading through those sections, did think a lot about like corporate America too. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. How many like mm-hmm. upside down org tra- org charts? Yes, where you've got like. A couple of people doing the work, and then three people managing them, and then three VPs, and then yeah, managing directors and stuff. Yep. Also, doesn't work very well in a corporate setting. It either. really doesn't. No, no, no. What did you think about uh, what we learned about how they started like this society? And they're like, what they say it was veterans of whatever. Yeah, after fucking shit, thing, shit, like, shit, basically, the basically there was a third world war. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was like China versus. Russia, everyone else, Russia, America, Europe, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, and and basically one hemisphere versus well, no, like, sorta, 
kind of, yeah, China and whoever their allies were versus the U.S., England, and Russia and yeah. whoever their allies were. Right. Yeah. And at the end of it, there were, like, so many POWs and, like, it was just too complicated to figure out because all of the governments had collapsed right. at that right. point. And so all of the veterans of that war just kind of rose up and took over. Right. And started to, like, uh, just impose martial law yeah. wherever yeah. they were. Yeah. And decided to keep it. Right. That That's basically how it ended up this way. Yeah. I did like that one guy talking about how, like, well, why did we do it this way? Like, was it because it's lasted? Yeah, it worked. It, because yeah. it's okay. And that's, like, the the only valid argument you can make about a system, honestly. Right. And when he said that, I'm like, this is why we are using capitalism. Uh-huh. Right? Well, yeah, the argument is, it, like, it's the worst system except for every other one we've tried. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it, you know, I... It always takes me back to that, um, you know, uh, that that uh, Megadeth quote. Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to bring that up. Of course, but, I do. But uh, yeah, if there's if there's a new way, I'll be the first in line. <laughs> yeah, but it better work this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's important that your governmental systems work. Yeah. Or else they don't really do anything. Right. I'm going to see right here, guys. Like, this is, is my political yeah. science. Yeah. I mean, we do see it today, especially in our government, with this governing these ruling without any responsibility, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, huh. Like, because even back when Highland wrote this, like, our government functioned better than it does today. Yep. Right. But that's exactly what we see all the people who are supposed to be making the choices and decisions for the country. Like, Right. No responsibility. There's no one really holding them accountable. Right. I think, and that's I think why a, it's all fucked up right now. Like, I think a perfect example of what he's talking about is like uh, Greece, right? Mm -hmm. Where where you have people that that vote in like, uh, you know, very very um, very sort of like uh, liberal. Um, I'm trying to think of it like, like welfare and like retirement and yeah. like, you know, social support for people and like they don't have the money for it basically. Right. Yeah. And then the government goes bankrupt because they can't pay for it. And then like the European Union kind of has to like bail them out. Right. Yeah. And like that's basically what he's talking about. Like the, the democracy writing checks that the government can't cash, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and like, I don't, I don't see why that would be any better if other people were voting, to be honest. Right. Like, right. well, I felt like I kind of bumped up against that at first where he was like, yeah, like true democracy was terrible. Right. And so we decided to have something where you had to like earn your way into it and only like a citizen can vote. Right. Mm -hmm. And at first I'm kind of like, I don't like that idea. But then at the same time, I'm like, well... Basically, that's what we've got now with representative government, right. except the way you buy your way in is you literally buy your way in. And so if you're born poor, <laughs> yeah. like, good luck. Right. Going to have to fundraise a hell of a lot to even have a chance of getting into 
Yeah, getting someone to actually represent you. Yeah, and yeah. if you could change it so that you could just learn or earn your way in by doing some sort of service, whether it's both military or like civil service or what have you, then mm-hmm. yeah. that feels a little more fair. Because yeah. yeah. anyone can, can go do work. You can yeah. you know, still still do that Yeah, if you're capable. Right. But you have to be capable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I know we are running behind already. Do you want to get in some specific notes? Sure. Uh, where the hell were we? Who even knows? I feel like the <laughs> air conditioning flipped some of my pages here. Here we go. All right. <laughs> so where were we, right? Like, we just got through boot camp, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Johnny Rico's, like, doing shit. And somewhere he's got some friends that also enlisted with him, Carl and Car- Carmen. Yep, Carmen. Yep. Who we have never seen again. Apparently, they've been writing to each other though off screen. So. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And his drill instructor is Invader Zim. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yes, the first chapter of this section opens up with a quote that the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots. And I said, Tommy Oh, Jefferson. boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that that's something you tell people if you want them to die for Right. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your blood in particular is refreshing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Not my blood. Jesus yeah. Christ, no. <laughs> but you. <laughs> well, Absolutely. I have to be here to run the thing afterward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tommy J got to be here to run the government. Yeah. You guys can yep. die. Yep. And we finally get to hear about bugs. Like, they mentioned it in the first section. Right. Now we're really going to talk about them. Yep. Apparently, there's been, like, a war going on this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I liked his quote where he's like, peace is just code for a time when civilians aren't hearing about casualties in the newspaper. Yeah. And Like, wars still are going on, just there might not be a bunch of people standing and shooting at each other. Right. So, uh... Yeah, so war is brought into everybody's uh, focus when the bugs attack Buenos Aires. Yeah. Yeah. When, and when they smear it. Smear I think it. They said. Which is a good vocabulary, or a good choice yeah. of word for bugs attacking us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he notes that at the time, he's like, oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> good thing I don't live there. Good Good thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeez, it didn't affect yeah. me at all. Uh, except a whole well, city being destroyed. Except. 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 Well, we later find this out, but... Uh, yeah, so he talks about how the civilians afterwards are demanding, like, all the troops just come home and stand shoulder to shoulder around the earth. Sounds and protect us. familiar. Yeah. 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 But he's like, uh, yeah, no war, no war was ever won playing defense, although Super Bowls have been won with strong defense. So. That's true. You're right. I'll just point that out for the yeah. record. <laughs> so he's like, no, we have to go on the attack, like stop the aggression at the source. Uh, he's been transferred over to the Valley Forge. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Valley Forge was the ship he went to after boot camp. And uh, the Roughnecks. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, it's really different than boot camp because, like, uh, if you've done drops, you're a roughneck. That's all. Mm-hmm. They don't really come yell at you as much. Like, just a little, but they kind of just let you do your thing. So, yeah. um, I liked him that moment he had with one of the guys with the skull earrings. They're like, those are pretty cool. Right. Can I right. buy one? He's like, yeah, yeah, you'll get a chance. Like, <laughs> yeah. not right now, but I'll let you when know. When you've one. earned one, I'll let you buy one. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the number of drops they went on, or, like, 
how many casualties were there? Probably the number of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Number of kills. Kills. Yeah, and he's like, it's cool that we get to wear it with our uniform. But He's uh, talking about Operation Bug House, which was supposed to be like the beachhead attack on Clandathu, where the bugs live. Set up a front, basically, so they can start fighting there. Yeah. He's like, might as well have called it Operation Madhouse, because it was effed from the jump. Like, yep. Yep. They're supposed to, like, warp right in to the drop point, and then, like, precision drop everyone and attack, but yep. the ships end up crashing into one another. Yeah. Of course, he's like, I didn't notice. I was in my pod. And, like, in that section in particular, I felt like there was a lot of sympathy here for being like, yeah, some people are like, that guy probably fucked up the whole operation, but, like, you don't know what went on. <laughs> exactly. Right. He didn't know what was going on. He's doing the best he can, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Colonel whoever was like, who knows what he's thinking because his irradiated bones are still on the planet somewhere. <laughs> I, yeah, I love that. Can't like, ask like him. good luck court martialing him. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, yep. he's a fucking pile of nuclear <laughs> ashes now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ask his bones. Yeah. 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 But, like, uh, his unit does okay, given the circumstances, but heavy, heavy casualties all around. And he has his first run-in with a bug. And let's just say it's, like, Lovecraftian. Yeah. Calls it a madman's attempt to depict an intelligent spider. <laughs> right. And, and basically, when they're around, you just he fucking loses his mind. Yeah. Uh, basically, doesn't really remember a lot about it. But I liked him talking about how, like, they have tastes for the bugs. So there's like worker bugs who you could kill, mm-hmm. but like they're not trying to fight you. Yeah. And then the soldier bugs, like you can blow off their legs and stuff, but they'll just shoot you lopsidedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like hit them in the spine and they'll run forward until they like collapse somewhere. But yeah. And they're like hive brains that are hidden underground with the queens Yeah. that run everything. So uh, they're kind of like the perfect soldier and it kind of a parallel to all the stuff he was going through in boot camp. The hive brain somewhere underground tells you to attack, you fucking do it. That's that yep. that was the thing that I thought was really funny about it. Yeah. Is him talking about it like it's so weird and different. <laughs> right. He talks about it like, man, the bugs like they and and then he talks as though he hasn't even realized about like yeah. yeah, they don't tell us shit so that if we get captured, we can't say anything. Right. Right. Um, which is exactly paralleling his thing about how like the you know, the the workers and the soldiers on the bug side, like, don't really have brains of their own at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you you know, he goes to officer school later on, and he gets his brain, basically. Right. Yeah. Like, he becomes a brain after that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, again, like, I the Neo-Dogs make an appearance here, and, like, I probably just was not in the right headspace for it, but like they talk about the dogs seeing the bugs and just fucking detonating. They're like, yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 Shit. Exactly. Shit. The, the dogs are like, nope, no thanks. Yeah. I, uh, nope. Yeah. They had to like train them later to not just kill themselves train when them they from see the bugs. Yeah. 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 So, you know, his ship has like crashed and basically bloated up. He's like trying to get the fuck out of there and, uh, they extract, extract him, and then they end up merging his crew into the Roger Young, where mm-hmm. we picked him up at the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, yeah, we're just going to reform this team. It's not worth... Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I, at one point, he was, like, trying to rescue his commander who was down and, like, tears his head off instead. Like, yeah. And that, that wasn't so good. That was a, that yeah. was another thing that you see is kind of, like, a difference from the beginning to the end, mm -hmm. I guess. Like, them talking about, like, you know, we never we never leave anyone behind and, like, we're, you know, this mm -hmm. is a thing. And then he gets to that point and he's just like, yeah, I tried to get him, but I ripped his head off and I left him behind. Whatever. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Like... Like, like there was a lot of emotion behind it in the beginning, and yeah. then not so much at that right. point. Yeah, well... Some other shit was going on. Yeah. 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 And it's probably a difference between, like, he was wounded versus, like, yeah, he's fucking dead. Like, what's yeah. going on? Right. So, right. Uh, so, yeah. The Roger Young, he starts talking about, like, it's co-ed, but woman's country is, like, a walled garden. Like, you don't go yeah. past this bulkhead right. without special permission. Forward of 30. Yeah. And also there there's Navy folks on this ship, but who gives a shit about the Navy, he yeah. says. <laughs> I, an, another, another true thing about the military. Uh -huh. yeah. They always got to talk shit about the other branches. Yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah. Talk Except about the Marines. I mean, the Marines do, but they'll talk shit about themselves, too. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I know that Marines like to eat crayons. <laughs> That's a common marine joke. And they'll, they'll make it about themselves yep. yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so they talk about the lieutenant on the, the ship who's like their father. Somehow knows everything about all like hundred plus of them in his unit and loves every one of them. Of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. And Sergeant Jelly, who's like their mother and also the avatar of the lieutenant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can speak ex cathedral for him. Like I mm -hmm. that was that was one of my favorite uh, turns of phrases in this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the implication, too. He's like, I, he didn't have to say no to things. He's like, I don't think the lieutenant would like that, though. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Didn't have to say anything. Wait till your father gets home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, uh, They'll just stare at you disapprovingly like, I'm sad. Yeah. Yeah. You disappointed me. Yeah, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you're court-martialed. <laughs> well, hey, them's the rules. If you do, if you fuck up bad enough. Yep. Yep. So Johnny, like, gets word from his aunt that his mom had been visiting Buenos Aires when it was attacked. Yep. And because uh -oh. she didn't know how to send it properly, it, like, went through the non-encrypted channel, so it took forever to get to him. Yeah. So. And she's, like, blaming him. Like, it's like yeah. either because I enlisted and so she was going to have to go travel to deal with her depression from that or because i hadn't literally been there to stop them so yeah yeah and uh it's not too long after that that lieutenant is killed in action while literally throwing some people onto an extraction ship yeah yep. like it's a dark time for us yep yep and he was like one of them might have been me who can say right <laughs> uh was he was he just admitting it or is he just saying like again like he was so so crazy down there. It doesn't. It might have doesn't been. really matter. Either. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're just kind of left to go. Me, it probably was you, but you were one of them. Yeah. But it doesn't matter at this point. It could. It could equally have been him. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. But they carry on anyway, and Jelly basically takes over, as if the lieutenant was still there and was just like in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. Which I liked. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's when we catch back up to the story from Chapter 1 with him coming back to the ship after that raid mm -hmm. on the skinnies. Mm -hmm. And it might not be right there, but 
we get some information about how, like, the skinnies were Italy in this war. They, like, started on the other side with the bugs. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, shit, like, we shouldn't be with them. Like, right. right. You're the enemy of my enemy, so we'll ally with the Terrans. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, they talked about in the first section how he was, like, an acting assistant section leader on that drop. And there was that guy, Ace, who was not too too big a fan of his. Like, yeah. So he's, like, uh, recently got promoted to corporal. Uh, and so he's like, I think I need to take care of this situation with him. Yeah. So, uh... It's like, can't have anyone to drop your word that isn't going to cooperate with you, so... It's like... Right. Ace, you should have been the assistant section leader. Like, you're old, older than me and been here longer. And Ace is like, uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm not interested in that, but I'm certainly not going to do what you want me to do. Neither are my guys. Like, we won't even peel potatoes for you. Yeah. And so he's like, well, why don't you just see me in the shower then, sir? Yeah. Right. Let's like, handle right. this. He's like, okay, first things first, no punching faces. <laughs> no breaking bones. No insulting mothers. Like, yeah. We'll do this the right way. Yep. Have a nice fight in the showers. Like, don't, don't accidentally kill, kill each other, but, uh, talk about how, you know, trained military guys will kill you right away, but when they're not trying to kill you, those mm-hmm. kind of things can go on for a while, but <laughs> he kind of wakes up with a splashing him in the face with water, and he's like, now you need to punch me as hard as you can. Yeah. So he does, he's like, okay, fine, we're, we're good. <clears throat> Everyone shakes hands. <laughs> yeah. Boys. Fight club. Boys, right? Well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Super healthy. Great way to handle things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you... You don't have to have emotions if you just punch them out of each other. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so after that's how that, done. I don't know. We get to go to sanctuary for some refueling of drop pods uh-huh. and some R and R. Yep. Like sanctuary is like the military's secret second Earth base. It's mm-hmm. it's like Ryza. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but only like senior officers even know where it was because again, if nobody knows where it is, no one can torture that out of you. Yep. Right. So, um, like, they literally described it very intactfully as Earth's retarded brother. Yep. Like it's just <laughs> as old as Earth, but not nearly as developed. Like, yeah. Right. Because it doesn't have as much radiation. Mm-hmm. So there's not as many mutations. Which I think that that's, like, maybe not quite correct science. <laughs> right. But okay. Yeah, you know, uh, if you don't think about it too I long, mean, it's, it sounds you weird. know, it's, it's, it's been a few years since the book was written. I feel like it has. maybe, yeah. uh, yeah, and, and, you know, some of that might also be the stupidity again of the characters talking. Right. Yeah, and the culture they're part of. Yes. Right. Does kind of sound like thing, the thing like, you would talk about, like, drinking with your friend. Like, I heard it's because of yeah. radiation. Yeah. And even though they say they're obsessed with, like, oh, you have to use a logical or reasoned out answer, like, to, to come up with, you know, solutions for everything. I'm like, are they really doing that? Or is it still operating within the framework what they determine that means? Right. Well, you know? well, I mean, I mean, whenever you're operating in logic, you're always operating from a set of assumptions. Right. Right. So whatever their philosophy class was, they were given a set of assumptions at the very beginning. Right. And everything that they do in the class derives from those assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably, uh, I would say that one of the basic assumptions in there is, is that, uh, ethics, morality 
has to derive somehow from our biology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're making a lot of assumptions about what our biology is. Right. Mm-hmm. Based right. on based on our behavior. <clears throat> uh which I I don't think those are necessarily correct either. Right. Yeah. So probably a lot of the conclusions they're drawing in their uh philosophy class like uh aren't uh I would say I I don't agree with them just because I don't agree with their assumptions about biology. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. But but yeah, that's that's how it works. You're given a set of assumptions, prove something based on this set of assumptions. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh. But the other thing it has there is a a 24 hour day, which that felt like or 25 hour day. 25. Yeah. Felt like a kind of a joke where he's like i got to catch up on all my sleep I'm like okay but well i mean but I did mean, you though I'm like if you mean, have to meet merge back with like standard time when you come back yeah I but mean, you know uh i guess there'd be complications to try to merge like okay today they're this many hours ahead tomorrow they're this many hours ahead like yeah I every mean, 24 days a, we catch up with them different, yeah. Different, yeah yeah like uh yeah, Mars Mars has its own thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like uh they they count souls uh-huh. on Mars right. and like uh a Martian soul is like twenty four hours and forty minutes or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And you can buy a watch even. Oh that keeps Mars, oh, Mars time. time. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. That should do that. Yeah. But also you know what they have? Lots of ladies. Oh. And they have fun ways to relieve you of money and I assume stress too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, sure. not so much. They just take your money. <laughs> and uh, once you're broke, there's others that also like to support the troops. So, and Carl had even written to him to suggest one personally. So, like a Yelp review, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> Afterwards, Ace takes him out for drinks, and he's like, you know what? You should go career. He's like, you're just the amount of smart that they like in an officer. And <laughs> and uh, it's not like you're going to, uh, they're not going to let you go home after your two years are up anyway. Like, look at these bugs out here. Like, yeah. you might as well. So, like, to his slight credit, like, Johnny does kind of, like, take a walk. Yeah, this time. he like, actually <laughs> thinks about it instead of <laughs> right. just, like... Okay. Yeah. But but he's but he's like, yeah, by the end of the walk, he's like exactly where he was meant to go. Yeah. Like exactly where they told him to go. Yeah. He's like right there at Jelly's office. He's like, I'm gonna go career. He's like, I've already filled out the paperwork. Yeah. So- <laughs> Johnny Rico, you've been tricked again. Yeah. Somebody suggested to Ace to suggest that to him. Yeah. Yep. But then he's uh disembarking from the Roger Gun for OCS. Recently been promoted to sergeant, I guess we find because he was doing like the power suit maintenance. Yeah. And runs into, of all people, his old dad, who's reporting to the Roger Young. And he pulls him aside, like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> right? I thought you Surprise. were dead. And he's like, well, I didn't go to Buenos Aires. Yeah. But, well, um, he has like a heart to heart and is basically explaining that he'd been jealous of Johnny because he was out there proving that he was a man. Doing whatever he he wanted to with his freedom. Yeah. And uh, when your mom died, like, uh, freed me up that I could do the same. So he requested his ship in particular, but uh, ironic that he's uh, boarding as soon as he's leaving. 
Like, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll fail out of office of school and I can be just right back. <laughs> He's like, don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> so he reports to OCS, strips off his chevrons like you're a cadet all over again. Basically has to go back to boot camp exercises, plus a lot of school. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we talked about this before, but uh, we did all that boot camp stuff. Uh And also a lot of school, and we had to do history and military philosophy again. Yep. But this time you have to pass it. You have to pass it, and the professor will determine not only if you pass, but even you should stay in the military afterward. Yeah, because you have to agree with their philosophy. Right. You have to. Yeah. Yep. And uh this professor like assigns Snape level of homework too if you don't get your uh uh social mathematical answers to his uh philosophy questions. Yeah. Right. Just write me a graduate thesis by tomorrow. Yeah. So So and there is a lot of philosophizing in here and like to cut it down to maybe the key points for me mm-hmm. uh is the question of like how many lives justify starting a war? Right. Like, they talked about that POW situation yeah. from the whatever war started this society. He's like, is a million enough? He's like, sure. Like, well, what about one? He's like, uh, <laughs> I guess. And then again, like, why their government has endured over the others uh, when they fell into revolutions. Like, because it hasn't failed yet. And because they only discriminate voting rights based on service. Yeah. So right. the voters here have a type, have to be the type of people to get off their ass make an effort, and uh, basically put their lives on the line. Yeah. Right. And, and go through people be like, you shouldn't do this. Like, what are you doing? You don't want to join the military. That's stupid. Yeah. Go home. So. Uh, well, yeah, because it shows they move beyond that just thinking about themselves, even just a little bit. Yes. To start with, and then the military can build on that. Right. And uh, also that the idea that if Earth... If Earth ever achieved, like, perfect balance and everyone had everything they need and, and in war, the bugs would just swoop in and fuck you up anyway, so... Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's the whole uh, dark forest theory uh-huh. of... Uh, but, you know, don't... Um, Isaac Arthur has a great... Uh, a great sort of podcast episode, I guess, mm-hmm. about um, about the idea of the dark forest and why it's flawed. Yeah. Yeah. The dark, the dark forest. If you don't know, the idea is basically just that uh, if you think about aliens, maybe the reason that we don't see any from where we are is that everyone is afraid to pipe up. Oh yeah, right. because if they <laughs> pipe up, then something angry is going to find them. Right. And so yeah. everyone keeps quiet. Right. Everyone, <clears throat> because everyone knows that. As soon as as soon as some other species knows where you are, they know that you're competition for resources, and they're gonna take you out because if they don't do it soon, you're going to exponentially expand through the universe. Yeah, right. So if everyone is exponentially expanding, we gotta take people out. Right. Um. Otherwise, we won't have enough for ourselves. We'll get drowned out. But like, uh. Yeah, Isaac Arthur has great rebuttals to that. Um, mm. Check him out. What's his podcast called? Uh, I think it's called uh, <clears throat> it's called SFIA. I think. Hmm. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, it's just, I think it's just called SFIA, uh, Science Fiction and Futurism with Isaac Arthur, something oh. like that. Cool. Yeah. But he, he does like deep dives into, uh, extensive things about, uh, science fiction. Yeah. And, yeah. Thinking about the future and he's a very well reasoned person. He's also, uh, ex military. Oh, nice. Uh, uh. And so he does have like a good perspective on these kinds of things. Yeah. He probably would have a lot to say about Starship Troopers, I think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we should have him on as a guest. <laughs> Call him up. Get your phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So they also talk about the government and how it started, which we chatted about earlier. And then, uh, Carmen shows up. It turns a bunch of oh, oh, bunch, oh. bunch of heads one day, like right, walking around in her navy whites to formally request, like, can I take Johnny out on a dinner date? Like, there was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, he got so much cred for that. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, they just kind of go out to dinner, and uh, she's looking good with her shaved head, mm-hmm. and it's like he finally recognizes her as like a fighting man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, at the same time. <laughs> but they pour one out for Carl, who died off screen. Yeah, yeah. But they're like people are dying everywhere, so what? Whatever. <clears throat> yeah. And it's uh, like, we'll make it count. Gets a goodbye kiss, and this was like my one big complaint of this section. Was like I wanted to know more about the other people. Like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of side characters and stuff in here. Yeah, that right. are interesting, and I'm like, I want to hear more about them. Like, what happened later? Like, yeah, but Johnny doesn't give a fuck. Uh, so you don't Johnny, get to know. Well, maybe he does, but I feel like you know he's writing this years later. Well, yeah, I I so. think I think I get I honestly get the impression that Johnny doesn't fucking want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like like yes, it like is that's not relevant later. to what he's writing here. So he's going to well, keep no, that to no, himself. It, you you get the impression seriously sometimes while he's writing that he's like, this is too much for me to write about. I'm just going to set it aside and we're going to move on to the next thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's a that's a very, you know, yeah, war veteran thing to do, right? Right. Like, I have things that I don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get that reading yeah. this. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so shortly after that, Johnny and two other cadets are called into the command commandant's office mm-hmm. to receive their, like, alternative assessment that they get to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their commanding assignment. They're going to temporarily be promoted to third lieutenant mm-hmm. and set on, on a mission. Which uh, is not a real rank, apparently. It's, Correct. It it's a rank that's only there to insert them into chain of command. Yes. So right. that if everyone fucking dies... <laughs> they're, they're still around. It's still you. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so they're technically in the chain of command. And they go into a lot of speechifying to put the fear of God in them about, like, listen, people are going to be relying on you to tell them what to do. Yeah. And they will die if you do it wrong. <laughs> yeah. And they'll die if you hesitate. So, yep. uh, you got to fucking take charge. Um, yeah, even if you get mealy mouth or second guess yourself, like they're gonna, they're fucked. So, get ready to die because you're probably gonna have to. And they get <laughs> some temporary pimp pips to wear for their jobs, and like all of these are from somebody else. Yep. So, uh, apparently, 
Professor Dubois had written in, like, could he use mine mm-hmm. when he gets assigned this? Which he's like, oh, it's cool, Professor's still checking on me. Yeah. Right. But also they lost his pips, so they can't use those. But Aww. the Commandant gives his own. He's like, like, four out of five times everyone's died, but hopefully you can break the streak. These yeah. used to be mine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So... Uh, Johnny's assigned to the tours, which is like way bigger than the Roger Young. Yes. And there's more ladies. Uh, Loves talking about ladies. Yes, they're the only reason to fight these stupid wars. Like, yeah, he keeps saying that. Yeah. And if you don't understand why it's critical to have a lady wishing you good luck right before you drop, then you don't get it. Like, you miss the point, son. I mean, like, they did do studies. Like, uh, I, I know this from, uh, like, uh, in, in fighter jets, all of the warning stuff mm-hmm. is in a female voice because the pilots respond to it better. Yeah. All of them, men and women. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. But it's, but it, like, it's one of those things. Like, they just, they had to study it, they figured it out. Like, yeah, so, like, the, your plane is too fucking low, warning. <laughs> right. Is a woman's voice. Yeah. Because it works better. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Now I think it would work better if it was Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs> he what seems the like fuck a, are you doing? He seems like a guy who can get things done. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he's just like always pleased. Like, I got to see a lady. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> ladies look pretty. I mean, that's how I feel sometimes. Yeah, but, you right. know. absolutely. And right. we'll we'll make this official stance for the podcast. Like, for the podcast, ladies we, look pretty, and that's nice. We we enjoy yes. seeing a lady. <laughs> we do. Yes, it's nice. It's very nice. It is. <laughs> yeah, he also gets to hang out and eat with the officers, uh, even though he doesn't seem to get the uh, the etiquette. Mm-hmm. So he's kind Nobody of like told him, like kind of like elbow in the ribs, like fuck, yeah, pull out the chair. Um, and he's, uh, he's an officer, but not yet a gentleman. <laughs> but he will be. There's nowhere else to go. Uh, he's given a platoon on the ship um, and chats with Captain Blackburn. Mm-hmm. Blackie. Blackie. Um, who's like impressing on him that like you need to be more casual now because you're an officer. Like, can't be calling me sir. Yeah. Like, you need to explore or show everybody that you're kind of above the. Yeah. Power rankings now, like you're too cool for school. Yeah, and asking for some recommendations, like, okay, you've seen the platoon. What are you going to do? Like, who gets promoted? Like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? And but seems to at least make a decent enough recommendations. He's not like, get the fuck off my ship, right? Yeah. <laughs> get out of here with that shit. Yeah, so, right. Uh, they specifically talk about how they have to break in a whole shitload of power suits, and they're shorthanded. So he's like, can I help with that? And he's like. Never saw a regulation that said you can't get your hands dirty. Yep. Contrary to what some people seem to think. Right. <laughs> so see, he's a servant leader. Yeah. Johnny. So he uh, works on suits and does all of the George jobs that the junior officers have to do, like refereeing games for the, yeah. the guys on the spaceship and yeah. settling yep. squabbles and stuff. And he's getting tutored in his math because he sucks at math. And to add all that up, he has, like, a 26-hour day, including sleep. So, yeah. basically, Blackie comes in and gives him some good time management advice. He's like, you can't do all of this, so do the thing that's going to keep you alive now. 
like sleeping and exercising. And yeah. if you survive, do your math before you have to turn it in on the way home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just in time production is what you're doing. Smart. Yes. Yeah. It's only going to matter if you're not dead. So sleep now. Um, so they uh, soon slot it in for a special mission, Operation Royalty, on Planet P, which feels give like give up. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Couldn't like, think of another eh, planet name. It's Planet P, whatever. It's P. It wasn't fine. it wasn't an important planet, so they yeah. didn't give it a name. Or honestly. it has a name and they're like, We can't let you know what planet it is, so that yeah. you can be captured. You can't be like, Oh, it was Earth Two. Right. Uh but uh yeah. They uh had Clancy Brown on it playing Danziger, that Earth Two show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Which the I planet think will come in in the movie for Starship Troopers too. Ooh. We'll see. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, there's like nothing specific on there except that they suspect the bugs are using it as like a forward outpost. Um. So the idea is that they're going to this is might be a place they can finally find and capture a bug brain or even a queen. That they could study. So they're basically going to set down, shoot the fuck out of all of the bugs they can, and try to wear them out and capture somebody in the idea that they might do a prisoner exchange. Like, apparently bugs have been taking prisoners the whole time. Yeah. Apparently. And they're like, but, and maybe they'll, they'll, a brain is worth it to them that they'll trade some of them back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shoot them. Shoot them until, as they're coming out of their holes, keep shooting them, and then we're going in after them. Um, and, again, a lot of military speechifying here that I'm like... Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of descriptions of things that aren't necessary yeah, for the story. Yeah, you're going to swing necessarily, west. But, but like lots clicks. of, lots of world-building yeah. type. And lots of, lots of, uh, lots of trivia. Yeah. You know? This would be the part of the Star Trek episode where they're like, we're going to do a reverse tachyon pulse. I'm like, yes, yes. do that. I agree right. we should do a reverse tachyon pulse. Exactly. Uh, but basically the idea is that there's a lot of units and they all have to care, cover a very large area of ground. Yep. Um, they're going in to relieve the prior, relieve the prior group and take up their position, but... On their way, there's like a lot of downed power suits and like, yeah, not looking good. There's not much of a group left when they right. get there. Yeah. Uh, Johnny puts his platoon in place and is like relying a lot on advice from his sergeant, which mm-hmm. is something Blackie and I think the commandant said too. Like, yeah. The sergeant knows what's going on. Just like defer to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But I also got the impression he's like, uh, does this guy have another line directly to Blackie also, and he's telling him what to tell me? Yep. So. They do. Uh, they find this fucking big radioactive crater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a canyon big enough to set the, t- the tours into, plus some. Yeah, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's why they don't tell you what Planet P was. That could be. Because they erased a city. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> this used to be Detroit. It used to be. <laughs> but uh, no no bugs, which is weird. So they go, they pull back and they call in a talent who's just like some guy in like a breathing mask and just kind of yeah. like mills around and just draws this map. 
He's yeah. he's like he's like one of the fucking Greek hogs. Yeah, from, uh, I think so. Yeah. Report. He's right. just like a dude in a tank all the time, and he comes out and he's got like the sickly white skin and like the wrinkles <laughs> around his eyes, and uh-huh. he's just like everybody, shut up for a minute. And then he's <laughs> like, do this. The, here's the tunnels. That's where the <laughs> yep. bugs are. Yeah, well, right. to go home and go to sleep. Didn't they make a note that he, or like an offhand comment, he's like, I wonder if he just has really good hearing. Yeah. He's like the guy in Red October who's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. The sub's doing this. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's entirely possible. They just, they just mm-hmm. said he's a, like he's a. He's just talented. A remote sensor. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess they make a specific sound when they're tunneling. And if they're cutting through rock, it sounds like bacon frying. Yeah. Whatever it is they're doing, it's like. Melting rocks, who knows? But yeah, but he like draws out a map of a tunnel leading underground, and then he fucks off. Yep. <laughs> and he, Johnny's like, "What the fuck? Is this black magic or something?" Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Captain is like, "Yeah, pull back and let's all get some sleep in shifts." And he's like, "Sir, I'm not going to take a nap now. I need to sleep." <laughs> <laughs> Which is a useful trick. It that is. I yep. wish I had taught my kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sleep. <laughs> Apparently involves a lot of hypnosis and suggestion. Yeah, yeah. And I did like him being like, I'm not going to sleep. What? Like, you've been asleep for three, like three hours. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck you, Captain. Damn it. God damn it. Stop doing the sleepy thing on me. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally abuse that. <laughs> 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 Are you going to finish that? St- yes, I am. No, you're not. <laughs> so, yeah, they wake up, and then he said it, uh, the listening posts start to pick up the noise of the uh, frying bacon. And they're like, good. Now, remember, you just watch. Don't engage. Like, right. We, we want them to come up here, and uh, no way in hell you can hold all of them off. So, But then, like, everything starts happening at once. Like, bugs are busting out of the ground. Johnny even falls into one of the holes. Yeah. It's like falling through branches of a tree, but yeah, the surge of the bugs carries him back out. He's like, none of them are attacking. He realizes they're all workers. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, are they fainting? Like, is this like a distraction? Like a, uh, whatever, what but, else? uh, right. tries to call the captain. He's like offline. So he has to go back to his platoon. Who's besotted with bugs. Yeah. And two of his guys are missing down the hole. Yeah. And big concussive space lasers are knocking everybody off balance, yep. including the bugs, which he's like, I don't know if that's just the blast or like a brain has been hit nearby. Yeah. He jumps into this hole that leads into the tunnel they had mapped before, uh, before he can even, before he can overthink it. And uh, some of his bros follow him in. Yeah. He's able to kind of, uh, He's able to radio their under them underground and uses the maps to kind of figure out where they are. One of his sergeants is like, I'm kind of in a pickle right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's big trouble and we shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't come after me. He's like, you know what? Eat shit. I'm coming anyway. Yeah. There's like an, a, a bug attack, uh, in the tunnel right as they find the other guy. And since they're n- not keen on flamethrowing each other, they have to like Kung Fu them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other sergeant, whoever, is killed, but uh, his men join up with Johnny's group, 
and they make their way down to the other guy who is literally pinned behind a brain bug. So there's soldier bugs on the other side. They're like, I would love to shoot you, but I can't literally shoot myself in the brain. So yeah. Just kind of having a Mexican standoff. <laughs> but Johnny's like, I don't have a restriction for this, so he shoots them all. Yeah. And then the roof caves in. Yep. And then Johnny wakes up in the hospital mm-hmm. on his way back to Sanctuary. And uh pretty sure he's on his way to be demoted back to, like, a buck sergeant as well. Yeah. He kind of fills us in on some details about uh, what happened, though he's sure he'll never know the whole thing. Like, his sergeant had heard, like, uh, his relay that there were workers coming out instead of soldiers. And wherever he was, he was seeing that, but also a small number of soldiers were in there. So he's like, this has got to be a desperation push. Like, if they had a bunch of soldiers, they wouldn't be fainting. They would just push them all out. Yeah. Right. So he's like, this is probably my one chance for a single guy to come make a push. So he did. Yeah. Yeah. And they Doing all the things that they told you not to do. Yeah, like, don't be a hero, don't be looking for a medal. Yeah. Except for him. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, all things accounted for, they did not capture any queens, because the bugs killed them when they looked like they are going to be captured. Uh, but they did get six brains. Uh, but no prisoner exchanges were made. Although the psych warfare guys did get some live brains to study. Jeez. He's like, and by the way, that sergeant who did all that, Sergeant Zim. Yeah. <laughs> now yep. you know the rest of the backstory. Right. Oh my god, it was Zim all along. Zim all along. Knowing that kung fu stuff. <laughs> yep. Yep. But uh, I guess Blackie must have thought he did an okay job, because mm-hmm. uh, he signs his permission slip, and J.R. does make it to second lieutenant. Yes. And is even reassigned to the Roger Young, with his dad still being there. Hooray! <laughs> yeah. Also, side note, as he's going back with Angel, who also has already done his assignment. Yep. He's like, by the way, uh, here's a saying, home is where the heart is, in my native language of Tagalog, Tagalog. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently he's from the Philippines. Apparently. Yeah. That was surprising. Yeah. And a bunch of ships are amassing now at Sanctuary, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, probably had headed off to do some shit. I like the, oh, yeah, we speak English, but we also speak this at home. Yeah. yeah. Seems like they're going to do some shit. Does. Yeah. And one of the ships is named the Kamehameha, so. Nice. Yeah. Probably named after the Hawaiian the king, king yeah. not yeah. the Dragon Ball Z attack. Which was like, no, but you no, can't be sure. Hawaiian king. <laughs> years, years later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you kind of can, given when <laughs> Dragon Ball came out versus this. So. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's, like, this little coda chapter in the future where the Roger Yun is now pe- prepping to drop on Klendafu. Mm-hmm. Jelly is the captain now. Mm-hmm. And Johnny has a third lieutenant of his own doing his field test. Yep. He's like, yep. listen, men, we're going to go down there, and we're going to stay there this time. Yep. Buttons everyone into their pods, gets a hug from his platoon sergeant papa. <laughs> right. To help with his shakes, and they're off. Yep. The end. My God. My God. Right. Whew. We did it. We did it. So, it does feel like they were left it quite open for sequels, although... <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that's kind of the end of the war, though, right? If like they that's... can if they can take Clendon through, right? 
I feel like they turn the tide when they capture the brains. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, the thinking is they can now. That's why they're yeah. trying like this. They've their version tactics. of the Enigma machine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now they can figure out what the bugs are doing, maybe. They, yeah. They know something about their culture and their mindset now. Yeah. Right. Well, and they At also talked about... They bad enough that they'll stop fighting. Yeah, they researched enough of their, like, nervous system to be able to, like, create a gas that affected the bugs and not them. Yeah. So, maybe yeah. with the added part of, like, their brain, they can give them, like, LSD or something. Oh, right. <laughs> or something. So, what? Did, final thoughts. What did we think overall? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think like, it, it did run a bit long for me when he did get into the uh, stuff that was mostly just, like organizational bullshit. Right. Uh, you know, any any time he was talking too much about, like, uh, military hierarchy, or he was talking too much about, like, um, bureaucracy. Yeah. I'm like, like, I get it, like, it's part of the thing. Right. Yeah. And it, it does make it feel very real, mm-hmm. very right. lived in. Absolutely. Right. And if you're somebody who's into military stuff, you'd probably find it like like more fascinating. But you'd yeah. also, I think, be like, "Well, but this is basically how it is for real, I guess." Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you just, for me, it was it was a little much to read sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Makes but sense. it was overall very good. Yeah. Well, I think I had the same comment when we did Red October. Yeah. Although it's yeah. a different kind of military detail there, where I'm like, yeah, I don't care how many like fucking engines this thing has, or like, yeah, I don't, I don't right. care how many bullets fit in the magazine right. of a particular but gun. This one had the more like personal side of the military stuff. Like, yeah, I think we talked about last time. It did feel a lot like just somebody talking about when they went to boot camp. Yeah, yeah. Also, there are space bugs, but yes. right. mostly it's just boot camp. Yeah, so. no, I mean right. it. It yeah. really strikes you as as a memoir, yeah. right, of mm-hmm. somebody who was in the military, yeah. just uh, in space, <laughs> right, right. With kind of works like all quiet on the Western Front in that regard. Yeah, right. right. Based on somebody's experiences, but set in a different, yeah, type of deal. Yeah, although that one was a little closer to the author than like this would have been with Heinlein, but yeah. Right. That's what does make them feel so lived in. Right. So. Well, and, like, keeping in mind that this was originally, like, a serial thing. Yeah. That makes some sense, too. They're like, what am I going to talk about this week? Like, I fucking hate it. I never got to sleep. In yeah. Camp. Like, yeah. Talk right. about that. Like, <laughs> wonder if he would have written it slightly different if he knew he was sitting down to write a novel about it. So, right. Yeah. But, That's yeah, question. I liked it overall. Um, mm-hmm. Same. It, I thought it moved really quickly. Yeah. Uh, despite all that military detail, yeah. like when I actually sat down to read it, it didn't take long to read. Right. Um, so it was never like a slog, but yeah, I I could have stood for some more description of like fighting a nightmare bug in space. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Or something, because like again, maybe I'm expecting it because having seen the movie, I'm like something a little more fun. Yeah. Or a little more campy, like a little more Plants of the AP. I don't know. Yeah. He just wasn't that's that kind not of supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that's not his his style. 
Right. Yeah. Right. So, not not wrong they didn't include it. I would have appreciated it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would appreciate that most times. <laughs> so, would you recommend it? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Clearly. Yep. Especially a, to get a people classic like of science fiction. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's super important, I think, for understanding sci-fi. <laughs> Yeah, in yeah. timeline and all that, so people yeah. should read it. Yeah, read yeah. read this one and then read Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah, yeah, and and see how complex an individual Heinlein is. Yeah, right, yeah. fair. Do they have a movie for that? Like, can we do? I don't think do that Stranger movie. in a Strange Land. I don't think so. It would yeah. it would be hard to do a movie of that. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Cool, cool. Yeah. Now we have to watch this goddamn movie. Uh-huh. Yep. That we do. It's on Netflix. And, and I have to go back and remind myself all of the uh, preseason bets we did about Danielle's reaction to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can yeah. see how that goes. But uh, like, Chris, uh, do you have anything else that's good? New puppy? Um, we got the new pup. They said when we got her, she was like over a year, but we think she's actually under a year. Yeah. But she's cute and lovey. She's got all that great companion love of a spaniel. Oh, With some of the energy and a little bit of the body structure of a blue healer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty good. She's working out so far. Um, just adorable every time you see her. Yeah. So she's Puppies figuring stuff out. And she's figuring out if this is where she's at forever. She's sadly... She went to foster first time in, like, March, mm-hmm. and then somebody adopted her in April, but returned her in May. Yeah. Because they said she was, like, too aggressive or something. Like, like this, like, this this baby is not aggressive. She's just a puppy. <laughs> just, she's just a, a puppy? Just yeah. a baby. She's, she's a little nippy, but that's because she's a puppy. She's a puppy. But when yeah. she plays, she makes those spaniel play growls. I guess that threw somebody off. I don't uh, know. Uh, but that could be. Yeah. You know, and she gets a little barky when she's playing with Pickle when they're doing like tug of war and shit. That's because she's really into it. Yeah, like she's not threat. She's not threatening at all. She's just really into it. As oh. long as as long as you have space for a dog like that yeah. and like energy to deal with it, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Like so she's yeah, people doing all right. people are really dumb. Like people they get are. dogs. They get dogs without knowing what dogs are. Yeah, yeah. That's what like, we talk about, and like knowing anything about the breed and what they need. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, but they took her to the. Matt and Brittany took her to PetSmart yesterday with Izzy, but they said she got really kind of scared in the car. Oh yeah, going yeah. to PetSmart because we think she was thinking that we were taking her, like Aww. taking her back. Yeah. They're like, oh, you poor little thing. Well, there's no way to, like, teach you that we're not if we don't take you out and then bring you home. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, Dongo, even now, like, it doesn't matter if we put her in the car. Like, she knows something bad's going to happen. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 But she'll get used to that and finally realize, no, no, you're staying here. Right. Like, you're not going anywhere else, kiddo. You're here forever. So. Yeah. Nice. And then I got, I learned this existed. Mm-hmm. So I bought it at some point, like, this weekend. It is... Oh. Stoic so. philosophy of Marcus Aurelius. Verissimus. Verissimus. Yeah, it's it's a graphic novel, like, biography of him. Oh, neat. Oh, neat. So, with his philosophies interspersed in there. 
Yeah. I bet I bet that will line up pretty neatly with a lot of the shit we just read. It probably will. Yeah. <laughs> Given he is the uh, closest example of a philosopher king yeah. that yeah. we've seen from really any time, but especially from the ancient world. Yeah, right. right. So he is generally regarded as, like, one of the best, like, later good parts of the Empire emperors. Right, yeah, right. And whatnot. It's just, unfortunately, like many of those emperors, they were always undone by their sons. Well, yeah. So, because his son was shitty. His son was, for kids who don't remember, who have never seen the movies yet, his son was Commodus. <laughs> now, un- unlike the movie Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unlike Wait, the movie the Gladiator, Gladiator, yeah, Commodus reigned for a while, and then he died. But they set him up for the Severans. And that's who that I got that Denarius from Septimius Severus for my birthday that I told you guys about. And he yeah. was one of the last really decent emperors before the crises of the third centuries. Hmm. But like his family reigned for a few few guys, but his like all his good work was undone by his son. <laughs> Cause he had two sons. Uh-huh. And I can't remember who the one but his other son who was murdered was Geta by his oh, brother. Yeah. So his brother could rule solely. Yeah, and then they had one more Severin, and then that was the end of their dynasty, and then it was like the crisis of the third century started. Oh, boy. So. And now it's a comic book. Yeah, Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> you can read it go. for fun. Yep. Yeah. Learn some stuff. Uh-huh. You know. Imagine your family tragedy. Being a comic, comic book. book. Think of Richard Harris. <laughs> a thousand years later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, though. I'd just be happy if anybody knew anything about my family a thousand years from now. <laughs> so I yeah. don't know anything about mine a thousand years you ago. Just all you have to do is like something really insane. Yeah, <laughs> become so the emperor of America. Just, just make everyone remember your name. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? Yeah, mint a bunch of Roman style coins, bury them across like <laughs> the East Coast or whatever. Uh-huh. And then someone in the future will find it and wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what you need to do. Like yeah. just just start collecting silver. Yeah, you know, like just just yeah, melt it down, stamp your face on it, right? And then and then throw it into a ravine. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. bury it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> bury it outside Washington. Was this guy the emperor? Yeah, exactly. Just, yes. just like everywhere you go, have a pocket full of silver coins with your right. face on them. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do that. This must have been the coins they used at the masturbatoriums because it's got right. the same hey. face as those. Like, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're brothel coins. Oh man, yeah. I can I can see the face actually that I would want you to be making on this coin, huh? which is ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Hey guys. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Nice. Nice. Um, other Chris, what else is good? Oh my god. I don't think anything else is good. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. No, like uh I I read this book. I've I've been listening to music. I've been listening to a lot of like uh trance lately. Yep. Um so you know, that's a thing. Basically, uh uh, yeah, like, like, uh, Anjuna Deep is one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, uh, basically the, the label, uh, Anjuna Beats, they put out a Deep House thing 
every yeah. once in a while, just a collection yeah. of a bunch of different artists that they have on their label mm-hmm. um, mixed together in one album. Nice. Uh, and so it's like start to finish mixed through, and you just put it on, and you uh, chill out. So sure. now, Nice. And it's nice. So yeah, Anjuna Deep. Uh, in particular, lately I've been really enjoying Anjuna Deep 11. So yeah. check that one out. Yeah. How do you spell that? A N J U N A. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Deep. Deep. Anjuna Deep. Yeah. Nice. And Anjuna Deep 11 is uh, the one that I've been enjoying lately. All right. Well, anyway. Yep. So the thing I was going to say is good is I picked up a random book the other day when we were at the bookstore. Yes. Called A Monster Calls. Okay. It is written by, uh, this is the play. I don't want the play. I want the book. By Patrick Ness. Okay. And it was originally an idea by Siobhan Dowd, but she sadly passed away before she could write it herself. Yeah. But I picked it up because looking at the cover, it's got a uh, very scary stories to tell at the dark vibe to it. Uh, yeah. And it has a stamp for, you know, um, Newberry and Caldecott medals. Okay. Yeah. I, I think. Uh, but it, uh, so I didn't really know what it was about, but it looked neat. Mm-hmm. So the story is about a kid who uh, is visited by a monster one night. Mm-hmm. Like a walking tree that comes and pulls him out of his room, yeah, and talks to him. Uh, well, maybe, maybe I started at the wrong place. Like the kid, um, his mom is going through some sort of medical situation that okay. they don't ever actually say, but probably is cancer, right? Some advanced form of cancer, and he's basically having to take care of her. Yeah. Um, like his dad moved away to the states, got remarried. Um, his grandma comes around sometimes, but he doesn't like her too much. Uh-huh. Um, and his mom is frequently, like, too tired to, like, cook him meals or take him to school, so he has to take care of everything. Yeah. So, the monster shows up and, uh, basically just tells me he's gonna tell him three, like, fairy tales. Mm-hmm. And then you have to tell me your life story, and that's kind of the, the setup for it. I see. And, um... So, you know, it's kind of, it hits a lot of my sweet spots, like, uh, the power of storytelling is a central theme, and, yeah. like, turning traditional fairy tale tropes kind of on their head to yeah. kind of explore the idea of, you know, people are complicated, and just because it's an evil witch doesn't mean she's always going to do evil shit. Yeah. Um, but, of course, you know, they use that to explore the grief that he's like denying himself yeah. going through okay. um and god it's rough like yeah like the i read it like in a sitting because you know it's only like a hundred something pages but, yeah like the whole second half was like through tears because it's just so brutal yeah and honest about the kind of survivor's guilt you can have in those kind of situations yeah and the idea of why a monster is showing up to help him in this situation, like, uh, like giving way to monstrous impulses so you can deal with the, the 
frustration of something like that. Yeah. So, uh, man, it was good. Like, uh, you said, you said the author passed away. Yeah. Yeah. The original author who had the idea passed away. Yeah. And the guy who took over for her ended up writing it, but he said in the board, like, you know, they talked about it a lot and he was very excited to take it and run with it. But yeah. It was really good. And they made a movie about it, too, which uh-huh. had uh, Liam Neeson playing the big tree monster. Oh, neat. Yeah. So I'm going to go check that out next, but it was really good. The pictures were great, too, so yeah, I can highly recommend it. And Chris is back. Mm-hmm. So the thing I said that was good is pornography. pornography. I figured. And whores. What else would it be? They're always there. For you. Always there for you. If you've got money. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, that was our session for today. Homework for this time is to go watch the movie version of Starship Troopers. At the time of this recording, you can stream the movie on Netflix, in America at least, and a bunch of other places like AMC Plus and Amazon Prime Video if you've got a subscription. Or, you know, with the current writer's strike in mind, you might want to tell Netflix to fuck all the way off and just hit up your local library and see if you can rent it from there. Or, I got a VHS copy of this for literally a dollar from eBay, so yeah, lots of options. As far as on second thoughts today, you might have picked up on this already while listening, but friend Chris Ham was still recovering from a case of tonsillitis when we recorded this, so... Many thanks, Hamson, for what you put your body through in order to deliver for our listeners. Today's episode was settled via a gentleman's fistfight in the showers by Chris Chris Ham, Chris Other Chris Jacobson. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. Tonsillitis, which is basically the same thing, but not from bacteria. Yeah, right. it could, so, could be anything, really. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, it's just your tonsils didn't do a good job of filtering something out, or it came in extra hard, so now yep. they're fucking up. Oh, if someone came in extra hard on your tonsils. So I think I just got. <laughs> yeah, they did. Not in a good way either. There's white stuff all over them now. Ugh. Yeah. No. <laughs> Might not be now. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't looked not. in a few days, so. I'm just like, hey, they're feeling better.